When was the last time you meditated, Alex? Well, define meditation. There we go. Wow, he doesn't even need to say it. <laughs> no, seriously, it means different things to different people. Alex, I meditate minimum twice a day when I'm taking a shit, and it's great. Would highly recommend. I don't even shit twice a day. Why not? I have one big shit when I wake up, and that's my day. Don't you sometimes just have to go, like, take a poo-poo? Like, a spontaneous, I mean, impromptu poo-poo? Okay. <laughs> Very nice language there at the time. Yes. and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, we have our poser extraordinaire, Natai. Jerry! Jerry! I got the Indian! <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> I see I see where you are in Seinfeld now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, we also have the man with the most creative juices, Chinoda. He inspired me, and I started writing. Next thing I knew, I couldn't stop. I didn't inspire you. I told you to get your ass in gear and start <laughs> fucking working. But you some did. call it getting inspired. Someone call call it get, getting his ass together and writing. So yeah, someone some might call that inspiring. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Three of us have gotten together tonight to uh, talk about something that Natai has actually been wanting to talk about for a while now. In fact, you suggested this idea back near the beginning of the year, back in February, and we're finally getting around to it. Yay! So, uh, lately, there have been a couple of anime studios out there that have done um, anime adaptations of some Western products. Probably the most prominent and most recent would probably be Studio Trigger's um, Cyberpunk Edgeworth, yes! which turned out to be pretty fucking good. <laughs> it lived exactly. up to the meme. I'm glad, I'm glad that that meme actually came to fruition. It was actually good, guys. Yay. It was actually good for a change. Um, but there have certainly been other um, instances of this obviously you have um what is it the castlevania um anime that's been uh, had been coming out uh the last couple of years which was also really good um although that's not really an adaptation of a we- that's actually kind of the reverse thing where it's a western adaptation of a japanese property yeah true but um yeah there, there are certainly um some other stuff that's coming out uh also in the future star wars gonna Visions. Be like huh star wars vision Star Wars Visions, yeah, that's another good example, yes. Um, although apparently the second like season or second part of that is not going to be entirely anime, as far as I can tell. Wait, what? Yeah, they know. said I, they're I, bringing I, more international like animation studios. Or, like, instead now, of just it is gonna, I think it is all still going to be animated. Yeah, it is animated. But it's not going to yeah. be like Japanese animated. Which I mean, I, listen. I'm sure they'll still have at least one or two productions that are that are um, that are anime related in that uh, in that vein, which is fine. But I, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm okay with them being a little more, um, shall we say, international about it. 
And then there's also, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later because Natai actually wants to mention this specifically. We had uh, a few years ago, um, uh, oh shit, now I've forgotten his name. Um, uh, fuck. Porter Robinson? Just, no, well, yeah, we can talk about that too. Um, uh, what are you, what are you thinking, thinking from what? Is it a music All video? the names have literally just flew right out of my head the second I, I <laughs> went on the, to this topic, and it's so frustrating. The music video I was talking about? It's a, it's a collection of music videos on Netflix, Jesus Christ, and I know I've seen them. Music videos on Netflix? Hold up. The fuck are you talking about? Now I'm uh, curious. I'll, I'll think about it in a sec. I'm sure it'll come to me like 800 days from now, and I'll be You're talking about, about the Eve thing on Netflix? No, I'm not. Uh, uh, I fu- I'm so fucking pissed right now that this has just left my mind the second I animated this up. music videos. Anyway, on Netflix. I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking, and, and hopefully it'll it'll come to my mind. Okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. The, also, music like the thing with Porter Robinson, um, Shelter. That's not what I was thinking of, but um, I will figure this out eventually. God, listen. Fun fact: Never fucking get old. Because <laughs> uh, this is what you had to look forward to. Now I'm curious what the fuck you're talking about. So am I. So am I. <laughs> um, so to that end, um, the three of us have gotten together and thought about some other Western uh, media franchises that we thought would make good fodder for an anime studio to uh, maybe take a hold of and see if they can come up with something um really really cool and uh we've come up with well at least i have i don't know about these other two fuckers uh come up with some ideas for stories that they could use to uh tell a story in these different uh franchise worlds um so i don't know how you guys want to handle this do you just want to go and go each of us go down our list in turn or do you want to go back and forth i think just like Whoever, just pick something and talk about it, and we'll be fine. All right, well, I'll talk I'll talk about one of my first ones uh, offhand. So um, if you've been watching me play Fallout New Vegas, one thing you'll probably, uh, on our Twitch channel, which you can uh, follow where, Natai? Twitch.tv slash Anime Club After Dark. That's right. Um, so I've been doing a playthrough of Fallout New Vegas, and if you've been watching, you know that I'm a huge fan of the Fallout franchise. And I think that the Fallout uh, franchise in general would make a good setting for um, an anime production. Now, my personal favorite Fallout is, of course, Fallout New Vegas, and I think that's true for a lot of people. I love the story. I love the setting. I love the characters so much. So I think what my idea for a um, a Fallout anime would not necessarily be to just do an adaptation of one of the games or the stories from one of the games. Um, it would actually be an original story just based on the game. So mm. I've called it Fallout Requiem. It takes place post-Fallout New Vegas in... Uh, well, you start out in um, in New Vegas. This also assumes a few things about how uh, New Vegas played out. Of course, in the game so far, we don't have a canon ending for New Vegas yet. Um, oh, there was never established like a canon ending. For no, it? because the the setting has never been revisited, and as far as I can tell, and, unless there's some kind of like Easter egg or something I haven't found in like Fallout Four. Well, Fallout 76 takes place before the events of New Vegas, so there wouldn't be any kind of things there. But um, unless there's some kind of, like, Easter egg I've never heard of in Fallout 4, we don't know what's happened in the New Vegas area in, in the in the story yet. Um, I have a feeling that by the time Fallout 5 finally comes out in, like, 2038, um, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll finally get something to, that 
establishes a canon ending to Fallout New Vegas. But for my the purposes of the story that I've come up with, it takes place in and after Fallout New Vegas with the house ending. Um, so it's an ending where Courier Six chooses house. And the story would have essentially revolve around Courier 6 and Mr. House working together to build a new nation in the Mojave. Uh, because one of the things, it's almost a throwaway line that Mr. House uses in the game. That if you give him like 10 years, he'll reignite the high technology sectors, give him 20 years, blah, blah, blah. He lists out all these things he can do within a certain set of time if, you know, you go with him and, and he's allowed to just, you know, do whatever he can do. So I thought, well what a cool idea that might be to explore that. I mean, so I have a question. What, what do you think like making it like an anime sort of like, like benefited as like a, as like a story. Cause you know, like Mm. one of the cool things about edge runners, which was like, for me, the main catalyst for this idea was it was at the time we didn't know, but it turned out to be very consistent with like the game apparently, but it definitely had that very trigger eskimo like style to it and vision to it. Right, Mm -hmm. and all those like anime sensibilities to it, which I think made it such a fucking special show. I'm curious to see like if you would envision like Fallout Requiem as like an actual anime, what would you hope like very cool things you like about anime to like make it its own thing? You know, well, something we've rarely gotten to see in anime is like that that because one of the appeals of Fallout is it's like Americana aesthetic. That's why there's never been a Fallout game that's set outside of the United States. Because a big appeal of the aesthetics of Fallout is that Americana feel. Right. And like a lot of the um a lot of the like artistic designs of Fallout is very what what they call atom punk mm. uh designs. Um and I think I think that would look really good in an anime. Like we've seen obviously with Cyberpunk Edge Runners, we've seen what Cyberpunk looks like in anime form. I think seeing this kind of aesthetic in an anime form would actually be really cool. Do we have- I don't. I don't think I've ever have ever seen an anime that sort of like tried to go for that sort of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, to be fair, I've rarely seen any other video games that go for this aesthetic either. Because it's such a Fallout thing, you know. Yeah. Like I haven't watched Trigon, but that also is in a very like post-apocalyptic desert thing, right? Kind of. Yeah. Because doesn't like New Vegas also have that sort of very, very different yeah, than Fallout? But doesn't like, like post-apocalypse doesn't New Vegas also lean into the sort of like Wild West type of like vibe? Oh, yes, very much, very like, much so. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. You know, like well, I I do there there is a little more to the story idea that I have for this. Um, so like in in the first season of this, if it were to become an anime, I actually envision a lot of it not taking place in New Vegas itself. Um, I envision like the, the big catalyst for kicking off the story is Mr. House actually hears about some stuff going on in the East, particularly the things that happened in Fallout's three and four. Um, and he wants to send Courier six out there to investigate and see if he can bring these people he's been hearing about back to new Vegas, because he feels like they might be able to help build a new nation, particularly the lone wanderer and the sole survivor. So a big part of the first season would be Courier six actually traveling East to, uh, the capital wasteland and to the Commonwealth to actually find the lone wanderer and the sole survivor and see if he can convince them to come back with him to New Vegas to bring all of their knowledge that they accumulated on their journeys back to there and help them build that that new... new I, I don't really have a name for it, because obviously they wouldn't call it New Vegas, the, the nation that they're building. But, um, yeah, that's like that's like the catalyst to the story. What if Nisio Eason wrote it? 
if Nisio Eason, there'd be a lot of head tilts. I'm done for that. I can only imagine how Nisio Eason would write something like a ghoul or a, um, a super mutant. Bruh, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> this all, this talk of like the fucking Wild West aesthetic made me realize that one anime that's like a spaghetti western. Yeah, um, I do- fucking get Clint Eastwood do the voice of the main character. Oh, I would die, dude. <laughs> we, what's the like closest thing to a spaghetti western esque anime we got? Uh, probably Trigun. Trigun, right? Mm. It has to be probably. Trigun. Yeah, I mean, unless there's like some really old anime out there, like from the '60s or '70s, that someone knows about that actually is like a legitimate like anime western. Like, imagine like a fucking. The good, the bad, and the ugly, but but anime. But anime. It would be so stupid and different in a good way, though. Yeah, that's like that's my pitch for like a Fallout, like um, a Fallout anime. I don't want it to be an actual adaptation of any of the actual games. I want it to be its own thing, but just take place in that world. And uh, like obviously, you you know, with the story idea I have, you'd be bringing in characters that obviously exist in in multiple. Uh, Fallout games, which I think is even even better. I know there's that there's a story behind the scenes with Fallout that Todd Howard is secretly uh, like pissed that the most like beloved Fallout game is one that Bethesda didn't make. <laughs> this is a way to bridge that, man. Man, if only that like this project was a thing, it would be really cool if like Obsidian was very involved with the story, right? Oh, for sure. I I, w- I don't think I would want it to be done unless Obsidian were at least somewhat involved with the story. Now, in terms of something like a, a, a studio that I would want to do this, I mean, I, I can't imagine there'd be a significant amount of like like highly choreographed action scenes. Of course, maybe there might be. I don't know. It depends on how you want to uh, like build out Courier 6 as a character in this because obviously as the player character in Fallout New Vegas – you can play Courier 6 however you want to play Courier 6. There's no, like, canon-established Courier 6. But, um, I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe uh, Wit would be a really good choice for this. You think so? I think so. I mean, Wit has shown, especially lately, that they are very um, flexible with how they uh, like to animate stuff. So, like, you look at something like, well, the, the, how many years they did... Um, Attack on Titan, and then look at something like Ranking of Kings. Two very differently animated shows. They could definitely get the grunginess of the world down. I can definitely I think see so. them doing that. I mean, for as much as I, I will say about negatively about Attack on Titan, I think that Wit did a really good job establishing a very uh, grungy and used world in that show, so... I think that's what Fallout, any Fallout anime would need. It wouldn't need something that looks pristine and new. It needs stuff that looks old and fucking run down. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, that's my pitch for a Fallout anime. I think it would work. I like it. Does anyone else want to go, or do you want me to just go through the rest of my list? I want anime Harry Potter. Listen. Anime Harry, that's called Little Witch Academia. (laughs) (laughs) True. Trigger has already beaten you to Actually it, true. They did. But I want something like... I, I'm i just gonna ignore all of the extended universe and stuff that J.K. Rowling shout out throughout the <laughs> decades. In regards to Harry Potter, let's just put that, but, but, but push I that to the But I think what you really mean is laughed all the way to the bank with. <laughs> I'm talking like post-Harry Potter thing. I'm talking about like... Uh, let's not. I'm not gonna get into J.K. Rowling like extending universe building for Harry Potter because it's not great. Uh, it's bad, but 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 Natai Dumbledore is gay. Yeah, 
<laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I don't have an issue with that. Apparently, also, wizards don't have toilets. They just shit on the floor it like that. It just magically just disappears. Hey, you wouldn't have to take a 30-minute shit, then would you, Natai? Yeah. Why would I... I wouldn't be comfortable, though. Why would I do that? Anyway, I would really like if we could get a Harry Potter spinoff, uh, but set in actual Japan, in feudal Japan. I want to see some very old school, like feudal era type of uh, aesthetics with wizards and wands. When you say that, like what, what, like what time span are you saying? Like 1800s? The time 1700s? of the samurai. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, so you're about. thinking like maybe 1500s, 1600s. Yes. I want to I wanna go way back. I want like, so I really enjoyed, so we, just, we mentioned Star Wars Vision, right? I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the duel. I loved how oh, Kamikaze Doga it. fucking took that aesthetic of uh, the old samurai movies, uh, the uh, fuck, I can't believe I'm like, blanking on like the name. Samurai 7? Something like that. I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the uh, the uh, filmmaker, but uh, anyway. Akira Kurosawa? Yeah, it's a very much a Kurosawa aesthetic. Now, I wouldn't want to lean too heavy into that, but sort of have a bit of that sort of edge to it. And I want... I want to... I want to I, I, I see how, like magic and wants that whole like wizarding world would be incorporated into that whole era of japan i think that it's like there's a lot of potential in it to just be like first of all just awesome shit all around i think it was just like really cool i think that aesthetic like just like it, it could work it could gel together so well even though it's so contrasting i think it could just work so well i mean hey demon slayer basically does that aesthetic but just without the magic and stuff and it like People like how it looks, right? It's cool. Honestly, if if they did if they did what you're talking about, but they did it as like that actual art style and aesthetic of, of Demon Slayer, I'd be here for it. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. I, I think like it, it so sort of like Demon Slayer, but I, again, I would want to give it a bit more edge, a bit more like to, a big grounded. To have that hint of Kurosawa in it, I think it'll like just be flat. Can, out I, awesome. can I ask you something about this? Yeah, too? because like putting aside what Harry Potter has become. Harry Potter as, like, an idea is very much largely family-friendly. Like, okay, it gets kind of PG-13-ish towards the end, but largely family-friendly. Would you make this adaptation more mature? Because you keep saying edgy, or you having an edge to it. Yeah, I would definitely, like, mature it up a bit. Uh, I think anime, like, for all of its, like, very childish and very stupid elements to it, I think it could tackle, like, very mature stories well. And I think... like. Like Vinland Saga, like Vinland or Saga Chainsaw or Chainsaw Man. Man, like a lot. Oh, Chainsaw Man, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> he just wants tits, dude. That's all it is. Just Makima's titties. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I think we can. You can take like a much more mature approach to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, man. I just, I like when I talk about it. I just like see it in my head, like a fucking, like a, a lone samurai with just with katana fighting this wizard. With, like, this Japanese wizard with, like, the old, like, uh, 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 shit, what's it called? The old, like, uh, robes they use, the, the girls use for, like, the ceremonies, um. The, the, like, the Miko robes? Sure, yeah, those. Um, I just see it in my, in my head, and i like, yeah, I want to see that. I want bones on it, I want them, I, I just want it to be, like, a very fun spectacle, and I, again, that sort of contrast of... The wizarding world and the old Japanese era type of like 
Just just have a guy a samurai with a, a, a katana in one hand and a wand in the other. Dude, that would be so fucking metal, don't you think? I think it would be great. I actually, I you know, when I first read this on the list, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But not, hearing you talk about this made me think, I, mm, this could work. It legitimately could. That's what I'm mad about. It, it could be so fucking cool. And again, you can have that because they were so fucking, I mean, Japanese society in general, like the, the, the sort of like the meaning of honor to them and like how you can have like wizards of the wizarding school like break off of it and like do some other stuff like there's so much potential in that one just this very small pitch to make so many different stories about it and man i want to see it so bad dude and yeah, and just I, like edge runners it could benefit the entire franchise like oh i don't care about harry potter but this is fucking cool maybe i'll go read the books and that's see how i'll be you know? real with you the franchise needs to die already there's so much better things out there see 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 here's here's the thing though I, I feel like if if it ever is going to happen, it's going to have to happen, like, in the East, particularly in Japan, because Japan don't give a shit about, like, you know, the shit that goes on. on they don't care about what goes on on Twitter. They don't care. Also, it'll never they'll just, happen. They'll look at something and they'll say, this is a cool story. Let's do it. Oh, the person that made it is, is fucking crazy? I don't care. This story is awesome. I'm working on it. Also, like, let's be real. This is just a dream pitch. This will never happen because J.K. Rowling is like has full authority over anything that's related to Harry Potter, unfortunately, so... I mean, as I said, laughing all the way to the bank with everyone's criticism. Yeah, definitely, but kind of sucks. Yeah, just an idea I had, and I'm just like, I just want to see it. Do you do you have a name for this? Because obviously it wouldn't be called Harry Potter. Um, fuck. <laughs> Probably, if I want to go the generic route, it'll have like a subtitle, subtitle called Dynasty, or I don't fucking know. Um... I don't know. I do think That's wherever idea. you set it, because you you you, you kind of have a nebulous setting of like feudal Japan, which is kind of a long period. Yeah. Um, I think it needs to be far enough back in the past because like the Fantastic Beast stuff takes place in the past, but Not it's, too it's close far enough away. in the past where it can actually affect the things that we've already seen. It needs to be far enough in the past where a lot of the people, or all the people, preferably that have come up in the books are not even born yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I want it to be as far away as possible from the the books and the movie franchise. I, I want to be as far... Because just like Star Wars, it's like there's so much potential to tell very different stories that have no connection to, like, the main saga, I guess. It's like, why not take advantage of that, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think the setting it maybe in the 15 or 1600s would probably probably be best. I don't have a good name for this. If anyone's listening or watching is like has a good idea, let us know in the comments. I'm, I'm, I want to I want to hear it. All right. Well, uh, Chinoda. Yes. Let us know what, what what's one of your pitches for uh, an anime adaptation here. Before that, real quick, John, I'm so sorry. Someone's fucking mowing their grass outside, and like it's so loud. Oh, someone's using a leaf blower outside mine too, and they just started right before we started recording. John's gonna kill us. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, mine is far enough away. I don't think it's being picked up, but I, I hope not. If it is, and, and and it's not able to be edited out, I am sorry, everyone. I I know mine's being picked up. I've been staring at Audacity, just like the waves going wild. I'm like, oh god, why now? Oh, oh no, oh no. Um. Anyways, one of my pitches is: Have you ever? Have you guys ever heard of a you know little little franchise that you know very vague called Warhammer 40k? 
Yes. Oh God, run away. <laughs> run away. The heretics are here. So, uh Brother, brother the flamer. God. The heavy flamer. Oh <laughs> uh, so Warhammer 40k is like fucking wild. Like that that's that's like the most basic way to start to describe it. It is I think wild is a bit of an understatement. It is very much an understatement, but like that's like what you can start off with. It is massive in terms of lore. Like it's probably one of the biggest lore uh, franchises that I've ever seen. Like comparable to the Elder Scrolls, kind of huge. It's funny you mentioned that, Jenoda. We'll get to that. Yes, then. yes, I know. <laughs> I see it. Um, now because of that, there's there is an infinite amount of stories you can do out of it, which already fantastic you can just spin out whatever and there's uh, stuff you can come up with on your own just because they haven't gotten to it yet either but there's also a lot of very well established stories there as well which you can just copy off of or not even copy off of adapt which would be fantastic so one of the uh, biggest and most well-known stories is called the horus heresy which is uh, the son of the god emperor, uh, basically betrayed him and uh, split the empire in half. A lot of betrayal, civil war, blah, blah, blah. Very exciting times. I imagine that to be a beautiful... Ah, uh, yes, the civil war, a very exciting time. Yeah. A lot, uh, lot of blood was shed. A lot of fucked up things happened. It was great. That that was a joke, Chinoda. I know. <laughs> Fucking but no, it, it would... It, it would just be uh, anime for the action junkies. A lot of cool shit happening. It, it's basically uh, mechs space fighting battles. each other. A lot of space battles did happen. A lot of mech fights happened. A lot of blood was shed. You gotta get triggered to do this, Chinoda. Okay, okay, okay. So, for the studio, I was thinking, like, Trigger is, like, maybe one of the best for this. Just because it's already in space. It's fucking wild. Lots of demons and plenty of other uh, races as well. But then I thought... Tim, just make the demons if... sexy, though. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of, lot of sexy demons. The Slaneshi demons, they're, um, they look nice. Right, keep it in your pants, Shinoda. But no, uh, for the studio, I was actually thinking production IG. Mm. They're very flexible on uh, their settings. They can do... All types of animation, they're really good at what they do. I was thinking like that, and they're also very open to collaborating with other studios when they need to. Exactly, like they are actually like fine in terms of doing that, and they can they can do um detailed works while still having multiple characters on screen, which is something this would definitely yeah. require. So I'm just like I think production IG could definitely work. No, for real. Like, I actually took took a good long look at the list. Like, there's a lot of uh, studios that could work on this, but, like, to really get it down, I feel like Production IG would be, like, just really good at it. So I had to point out no one said Studio Dean for anything yet, and I'm, I'm happy with you all. Dean I, failed I'm, us. I, I'm sure we could figure something out for Dean. Maybe give them Harry Potter. It could no. work. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I just want to chime in and say that if anyone's like curious and doesn't know anything about uh, 40k, go don't, play. Don't, just don't. No, wait, wait, hold up. Go play 40k Space Marine. 
Because holy shit, that game is incredible. <laughs> it's so there's much so fun. many books. There's so many comics. So the amount of art I've seen, God, like you could literally look at a new art piece for 40k for the rest of your life and still not seen them all. It's insane how much art of 40k there is. Warhammer yeah. 40k. There's there's also porn and it's, it's there it's is not good. There is a lot of it's good, good porn. There's a lot of fantastic no, 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 porn. No. I'm out. No, 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 no. See, you're just not looking <laughs> in the right places. No, I think I am, and that's the problem. Oh, God. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> oh, please. You're the one over here salivating over Marie gyrating her hips in a music video. I mean, monkey brain go brr, dude. I can't hold... I can't, <laughs> that's not me. Monkey can go brr. That's not me. That's monkey brain go... Uh... uh. Go, let me stick that in there, buddy. Monkey brain. I mean, do we all know who's the guy who jerked out to jerked off to that music video, dude. <laughs> and he's right here. Oh my god! But yeah, that's my uh, that's my pitch for 40k anime. There's a lot of other stories that they could do as well, but that's just one of my favorites, and I would l- love to see that as an anime. I feel like with 40k, though, there are so many stories that you could tell. The difficulty would be picking just one to tell. Oh, it's absolutely insane how many different stories there is. Like, and that's not even, uh, just thinking about the human empire, that's an insane amount of stories. There's, like, multiple other different factions that exist that all have their own unique stories. Hell, some, uh, some straight up a lot of characters in other uh, factions that, as well have uh, books written about them, which is like fucking wild. Yeah, 40k is, is a, it's, it's a bit of a beast when it comes to, to lore. It is. And which is why it. I think so many people have a difficulty getting into it. Speaking of a different space franchise, Alex. Oh, God. Oh, All right. Oh, All you, right. oh you, you want me to go there? All right, let's go Do there. It. You want me to go there? Okay, so, uh, yeah, so speaking of something else that takes place in space, again, if you've been watching the podcast or listening to the podcast for any length of time, or if you've joined our Discord server, which you definitely should, link down below in the description, haha, uh, I got this time to tie. Um, you know that I'm a massive, massive fan of Star Trek. However, New Trek really sucks. So let's just forget all of it exists. <laughs> Let's just let's just pretend that no new Star Trek has been made since like 2005. What it's was fine. that? How did that Redler Media quote go? How does it feel to live long enough to see all your favorite franchises go down in flames? It feels great. It feels great. <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> uh, uh, no. So something that that is currently airing, in fact, the next season, which comes out next year, is going to be the final season of it, is Star Trek Picard. That is, it, it's god-awful. The writing is terrible. Um, but I like the idea of, of um, the, like, the general idea of taking a character we know of from Star Trek and then, like, just showing, like, expanding it out and showing, like, their, their greater life and what they do outside of how we have seen them. The problem with Star Trek Picard is they picked the wrong fucking character to do this with. They picked the character whose story is finally over to do more story for. Like, no, his story is over. What we should, what they should have done is pick a like a more minor character that we know very little about. That way, there's more to explore. You need that. So you need that, end, that, that. That fucking name recognition, though, dude. You're not doing it right. Yeah, fuck that. Um, I actually value storytelling over name recognition. What? So to that end. 
to that end, I have conceptualized a, a, a Star Trek anime series. I call it uh, Star Trek The Ballad of Molly O'Brien. So if anyone has watched uh, The Next Generation or Deep Space Nine, you are probably well aware that Molly O'Brien was the infant child of uh, Chief O'Brien and uh, Keiko O'Brien. Uh, was born on Next Generation and had a few episodes uh, where she appeared in um, in uh, Deep Space Nine, and I want to create a, a story around around her uh, specifically. This would be a post Nemesis series. So for you, Natai, and people who maybe don't follow Star Trek that closely, Nemesis was the last um, Next Generation movie, and prior to um, Star Trek Picard when it came out, it was the furthest we had gone in forward in the Star Trek timeline. So this would take place after this. It it would involve like a roughly twenty, early to mid twenties Molly O'Brien um, as she attempts to establish herself as an independent civilian freighter captain. So I didn't want to follow some. I wanted to follow someone who was a civilian um, in this world where it seems like everyone wants to go join Starfleet and go off and be super epic space heroes. I wanted to show like the more civilian side of uh, of this world and. I think that you could definitely do that with a character that we already know of, but don't know a lot about. And that's why it shows Molly O'Brien. And also she's the child of one of the most beloved characters in the franchise. So I feel like that would also be really cool as well. So it's like a, a, a next, next generation. So correct me if I'm wrong, but this sounds very slice of life. I, so partially, yes, I do kind of want it to be a slice of life. I want it, I would want the story so there would be like an overarching plot to the series and like the the idea that I have so I, I get into a lot of like lore stuff with Star Trek here. Forgive me if you're not a Star Trek fan. There's this race of people Here in, comes the Trekkies. I know. There's this race of people in Star Trek called the Iconians, which by the time of like, you know, the original series, Next Generation, they're extinct. But like evidence of their civilization is like peppered throughout the galaxy. And they were a very widespread civilization. And uh, and it comes up multiple times as sort of like background information in, in multiple Star Trek series and, and plots, um, especially in books. And more like at the forefront with the Star Trek Online, the, uh, the video game. So the story would involve like her in one of her like cargo runs that she's doing accidentally comes across like an old piece of like Iconian – some, I don't exact, exactly know what it is yet, but something that is like a map. The, it's like a partial map that shows like where something was in their, their empire back hundreds of thousands of years ago that was very important to them. And like over the course of like the first season would be them trying to piece together her and like some other people that she comes across that just kind of join her. Trying to piece together like where this is and what it is that it's like about. But it would still be kind of an episodic series because while this is going on in the background, there would just be these episodic things that happen like, oh, she's got to get this, uh, this, this cargo from this planet to this planet really quickly or else a lot of people are going to die. You know, oh my god, we ran into a space anomaly and now all our food's going to go bad. And is there like a returning character you want to be part of the cast or is it just like you want new faces um well in the uh in the next generation and um deep space nine the character of molly o'brien was portrayed by uh hana hate um if she could come back to voice the character of molly o'brien that'd be great but in terms of other characters yeah i mean surely as she's zipping around the galaxy she just run into some other characters that we've seen so far i do i would like to have an episode where she goes back to deep space nine that would be really cool 
like sort of a reunion kind of thing. But yeah, I, I just like seeing like an actual civilian life in this in this universe where we've only seen life through the eyes of people in this pseudo military organization. I think that'd be kind of cool. Kind of reminds me of uh, was it Planetas where it's like about these people just like playing garbage in space, right? Something kind of low key like that. Yeah, I I dig it. Yeah. And um, yeah, and certainly not not a whole lot of action scenes I wouldn't want in this because like I feel like Star Trek is best when it's not like huge action sequences or giant space battles. Like, focus on the writing, and just let the action sequences happen when the writing needs it to happen. Honestly, I can see that That's working it. really well. Um, in terms of like a studio or a director or anything, I don't really have a specific one in mind. Although with the more slice of lifey esque of this that was a lot of adjective words <laughs> all in one um um i'm thinking something more maybe like 8-bit i think would be a good choice for this that would be okay. weird or, or maybe the studio that did uh the mashoka tensei adaptation would also studio be a vine place. yeah i don't know man maybe give it to kill annie to give it like that special sort of like Nah, I don't. I don't it. want it to be that cute. I don't want it to no, be quite that cute. Maybe like I'm. I'm thinking more like Violet Evergarden in space. Okay. Yeah. I. I. That kind of an art style. Yes. But I'm. I'm. Not, maybe not quite that. Uh, that. That kind of a story. But yeah. I. For that kind of art style, I'm. I'm there for it. Just put like a Violet Evergarden art style in space. Done. Maybe Kyoani would be the, the 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 studio to do this. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I wouldn't want it to be like super cute character designs, like in um, uh, Kaon. Kaon yeah, or, um, yeah, I get what Dragon you're saying. Team. Arguably, it could be better if they did that. It could be. It could be. Who knows? But this is my pitch for a Star Trek anime, and I think it could really, really work. Um, would certainly be better than than Lower Decks, which is the current animated Star Trek series. I see. Being another Trekkie fan is uh, is hard these days. So being being a fan of Star Wars, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, uh, literally any long term franchise that has been bastardized by Hollywood recently, yeah, it's really hard. So, who remembers Percy Jackson and the Olympians? Not me, because I've never read it or seen it. I remember the terrible movies. I never read the books. We do not talk. There are no Percy Jackson movies in Boston. <laughs> There's no such thing. So, when just I'm... like there are only two seasons of uh, Code Geass, right? Yeah, yeah, just two seasons. Yeah, it's there's fine. only two seasons of Code Geass. When I was a a wee little lad in high school and primary school, actually, I started reading these books called Percy Jackson the Olympians. Now, as a kid. Mm. I loved ancient mythology. I still do. I like Greek mythology, Norse mythology, Egyptian mythology, all this shit. I love it. There's so much cool stuff in it. There's so many crazy stories in, in these old mythologies. It's great. I mean, God of War was really good, am I right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Remember that time Kratos was just banging people? That was great. Yeah. God of War 3 was like... Pfft amazing but anyway uh so and these books came out for percy jackson the olympians which basically was harry potter in greek mythology uh i thought you were about to say harry potter in space no i was about to say <laughs> harry potter greek mythology it's it's very much a teenager young adult type of story uh where it's like this it's like about this kid who has this sort of like it was like supposedly adhd and all of these has all these problems but no it just is like 
a son of a like a Greek god, and it's like, oh, that's why he has all these powers, and it's oh, there's more people like him. We're like children of the ancient gods, and oh, look, fucking all of these mythical creatures and characters are in the modern society and world and whatnot. And I always wanted an animated series that's like just like unlike the Harry Potter spinoff I was talking about. This is like an actual true adaptation of the source material um i think it... i feel like with, with what i with what little i know about this series i feel like anime would be uh well animation in general but anime in particular would be a better like way to adapt this because the 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 movies and i know you don't like to talk about them at the time but weren't they they were live action they were live right? action and they were not good at all and if, if i recall the cg in it was awful the cg the Actors were 30 years olds playing teenagers. That was funny. Funnily enough, right now, they're doing a Disney Plus show that's going to adapt it. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I don't know. But maybe I will. But I mean, if it's live action, it probably won't be good. Uh, we'll see how it I goes. Don't I don't know. Disney right? Plus has been pretty good about things so far, surprisingly. Uh, I don't know, man. I have no faith in Disney. Um, I know Rick Rowden, the original. I have zero faith in them. I've had zero faith in them for 10 years. Rick Rowden, the original author, is actually working on the show, which is really cool. Like, I'm happy for him. But anyway, like, I always saw it as more of an animated, or more for our case right now, anime type of uh, production. Um, you even have your fucking school life, cl- like classic school, uh, high school setting that you want in anime, any anime, am I right? Um, and I think, again, it will just like animation could lend itself very well for this story. You have all these crazy powers and crazy creatures, very imaginative, imaginative new designs for all these ancient gods and like inc- like epic heroes to be in I have a question for modern society. Because this... Right? This story is essentially about. Uh, I'm assuming Percy Jackson is like an American. Yeah, he's from Long Island, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And it's it's taking on like old Egyptian or not Egyptian, uh, uh, Greek and like Roman gods. Greek gods, yeah. I have a feeling if this ever were adapted into an anime, it would have to be changed to be obviously a Japanese student, you know, and the, the crux would be them dealing with Shinto gods. I don't mind that, but I feel like they could still work with the Greek gods, even though it's in Japan. I think that will be like an even weirder adaptation. There are many Greek gods that have equivalents in Shintoism. I guess. Like the the cool thing about like the, one of the fun things about Percy Jackson is if you were like a big uh, mythology buff, it was very very fun to see all these different characters and legends you know of, but in a modern society type of uh, rendition, like. Fucking, uh, uh, fuck, I don't remember any of them right now off the top of my head. Great. But you had all these very fun, like, quirky sides to all these very, like, supposedly, like, stoic and stern characters. Like, I think Poseidon was, like, the chillest guy ever, and that was really cool. When was I... Zeus trying to hump everything that moved? Um... Because he really did in the, in the old... He really mythology. did, but not so much in Percy Jackson. Uh, funnily enough, that's... It was, he was played by Sean Bean in the movies, which was, like pretty good casting it's a shame the movie sucked but yeah yeah i just like ever since i read them i thought it was like a really it could be a really cool tv show and i want to see it really bad it's like it, you, you could have so many cool arcs and characters and fight scenes and like as the story progresses you go to different locations and it's like it could be so fucking cool dude i, I want to see yoshinari design all of these like 
Greek gods again. It will, it will be so fucking cool. What if, like, they actually expanded it? Because, like, in the story, it sounds like it's just Greek gods. What if it just, like, all gods ever? So, uh... Mild spoilers. Just fighting Jesus. Mild spoilers. There's a sequel series that I don't remember the name of it, which is basically oh, there are also Roman gods adjacent to the Greek gods, and there's like a whole identity thing between them. Well, yeah, the Roman pantheon is literally just copy pasted from the yeah. Greek pantheon. So yeah, yeah, basically. But like in the books, they would like actually toy with it as them be different personalities, sort of like fighting each other for control. It was. Pretty cool, actually. Does that um, mean they hint at, like, the fact that there's other uh, pantheons as well? So, Rick Riordan also wrote uh, a trilogy of books that's basically that, but for the Egyptian gods. Okay, and so that was also real. Yeah, it was very solid, but they didn't really connect it to the Percy Jackson books. But it's in the same vein. It's very much in the it's same not, vein. It's very much like... Not, not like, story-wise, they're not taking place in the same world, but yeah. like, spiritually well, yeah. the same. At the time, it felt like a spiritual sequel to Percy Jackson. But then, like, okay. but, uh, they, were, they apparently wrote a bunch of books uh, focused on the Norse gods, which I didn't read, but apparently it featured characters from the Greek mythology uh, books. So, like, I guess there's some, like, stuff there but at that point i was so like really what you could do if you were gonna if you were gonna adapt this into an anime and you didn't necessarily want a one-to-one adaptation you could just have him fighting gods from all kinds of different pantheons yeah i I think like i just really like the 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 point of okay let's take all these like tragic and ridiculous and greek characters and mythologies and just bring it to modern day right and see how they sort of mix with modern people in society could be a lot of fun it could be it could be by the way, I finally remembered the name of that uh, music video I was talking about oh earlier God, when I finally. was couldn't come up with the name. What was it? Sturgill Simpson Sound and Fury. What the, what the fuck is that? I've never heard of it. Oh, you should go watch it on Netflix. It's actually really good. It's only like a 40-minute long um, presentation, but it's basically just taking all of the music from Sturgill Simpson Sound and Fury, which is the name of the um, uh, the, the album, and it just it, it, a lot like um, Daft Punk's Discovery album thing, the Interstellar fifty five fifty five. It's pretty much just telling a story with the music videos, just using the music in the album. Speaking of fifty five fifty five, you DM'd yeah, that, me that's... earlier today about something you thought of. That was it. No, that was what I was thinking of. No, no, I'm talking about the fucking Electric Lights Orchestra album. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, so another another idea I had. So I guess we can go ahead and get into it. Something else that I think would be really cool. You know, along the the same vein as Daft Punk's Interstellar fifty five fifty five, which we have done a uh, movie review of, which you should go check out. Um, I think music videos are another great um, avenue for. Um, anime adaptations of things particularly concept albums now for those who may not be aware a concept album is a music album where all of the songs in it essentially tell a cohesive story so uh, you got like well Sturgill Sturgill Simpson Sound and Fury kind of ostensibly tell us a story Pink Floyd the Wall um, Pink Floyd's The Wall tells a story Um, The Who's Quadrophrenia tells a story Uh, Tommy one that I think would make a really good like anime adaptation if they decided to do the entire concept album as like an actual anime um would be ELO's album Time which for those of you who aren't necessarily aware you are probably aware of a piece of music from that album that was used in the Daikon 4 opening 
Twilight was such a good song, dude. Twilight is a really good song. It's probably it's probably the best song on the album, in my opinion. It's only, it's actually only the second song on the album, but the story of the album it tells the story of a guy from like the mid nineteen eighties who gets instantaneously transported to the mid twenty nineties, um, and like his awe and amazement of everything that he sees. So I think just with that very simple premise, you could make a, some really cool music videos and you wouldn't need any dialogue or anything. Just just like they did with um, Interstellar 5555, just just make the music from the album, the entire like soundtrack and just just go with it. Go wild and get get some, Studio Trigger would be great for this, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I want to see it. Curious that you picked Trigger. I, I, although I will say, if I had to pick another studio, so the original Daikon Four opening, we 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 should really talk about it in depth on the podcast at some point because we have it. It's a great shame that we haven't. But it's it's a group of of legendary animators that came together in the was eighty three or eighty four. I can't remember. Long ass time ago. <laughs> early to mid 80s for an anime convention in japan and they put together this uh essentially an amv uh for the convention and it it i won't i won't say it holds up incredibly well like animation wise but it's still it's a very important part of like anime history and i think it would be really cool if all those animators and directors got together again number one because we're coming up soon on the uh the 40th anniversary of uh that that music video for them to get together and completely redo it but also if they could get together and do this the entire uh yellow time album that would be insane dude Fucking that would be really cool re- and you, could have, uh, you could have Hide- <laughs> you could have Hide- no you could have hideka ano's uh, studio studio kara do the animation I'm sure he would want to do something a bit lighter now that he's done with his depression. No, he wouldn't. It'd be the most depressing thing you've ever seen. <laughs> that man can't do anything that isn't depressing. And we love him for it. And we love you for it. Don't kill yourself, please. <clears throat> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. You woke up today. Ah! Jesus Christ, y'all need to chill. I watched that. But no, I I think I think that would be great. And like, you know... Natai and I have listened to this album. It's all the songs on it are bangers. Twilight's just the banger of the bangers. I wonder how they'll also, be Pink able Floyd's to redo Pink... it though, with all the pop culture stuff, without getting copyright, like you know, with all the copyright laws we have nowadays. Oh, that that would be that would be iffy. You're right. They you didn't know, give a shit about copyright back in the day. Of course, obviously. I mean, uh, there were a bunch of uh, like nerds in the basement making a fucking stupid anime convention intro. You know, that's true. Oh man, the sec because the fucking Superman shows up in this. And like uh, Spider Man, oh man, they're gonna get sued by DC and Marvel. Bro, Darth Vader shows up. <laughs> oh, they're gonna be sued by Disney too. Oh fuck. And Disney don't lawyers uh, don't play around. No. Also, Pink Floyd's The Wall would make a really. I mean, there was there a, is already there was a an actual, movie, yeah, and it's yeah, and it's, it's wild. Weird. It's really it dark. Is. All right, I want you to be honest with me, Natai. Have you watched it while you're high? No, I haven't. I'm not an idiot. I have been told by a couple of people with authority on the matter that you really should. I'm not going to do that by myself. I, I don't <laughs> want this fucking with my brain too much. Thank you. Maybe I'll listen to it. Like uh, I will I recommend. I mean, some people may or may not uh, 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 consume some substances while listening to Pink Floyd albums. And I may or may not be recommending it. 
<laughs> yeah, Pink Floyd's The Wall would be a really good uh, candidate for that as well. It's funny. We keep talking about all this old old uh, music. Is there any new music or new albums that would actually make a good idea for this? I would. Oh, my God. So I would really want an anime sort of movie or just like a music video for. So one of Linkin Park's uh, later albums is called A Thousand Sons. It's very much a concept album. I know we're looking for no, but it's actually like really great. It like deals with how war changes society and like you know so like 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 war war, war whatever changes. changes and like how you it could create so like different rebellions and how like people rebel against authority and how like there's so many different like ideas that they just like go through in that album and I think they come together very well. If you guys have never heard that this album, I would highly recommend. It. It's really really great. I love it. Um, I would like. Remember what like listening to it over and over again, just like picturing different scenes and like sort of like quote unquote music videos that would go along with the album as of story. Uh, I would I would actually love to see sort of very like a forty minute OVA that covers the entire album, um, just like in the same vein as Interstellar five five five. Like it's like there's no dialogue, there's not anything, just like the music guides the movie. Right? I would mm. love to see that. Remember that time that. Uh... Breaking the Habit got an AMV. That Fucking was, Studio that was uh, Gonzo, dude. It. I mean, yeah, Studio Gonzo. Back in the day when they weren't fucking irrelevant. <laughs> it kind of. It's kind of harrowing to watch a video again with Chester just like jumping off a building, plummeting into his death. Uh, yeah, yeeting himself. Pretty much, but it's a fantastic music. I mean, I think if you guys haven't watched it in a long time, do go back and watch it. It's very good. It's such a good music video. Um, I literally wrote down in the doc, I want more music videos. So yeah, I want more shit like this. Like we mentioned Shelter, which was awesome. I love that video. Yeah. I got, I got another, I got another, um, not necessarily an entire album, but, um, Billy Joel Mm. has a song called Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. I think it would be great to see an anime music video for, for that song. Featuring Giorno Giovanna. (laughs) Giorno Giovanna. (laughs) No, I think that song is absolutely fantastic. Um, Vienna is also a really good one. Yeah. I'd love to see that, actually. Anime music video of We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think concept albums, like, if you're going to do stuff like that, I I, I, I love them. Like, I love stuff like Sturgill Simpson's Sound and Fury. I loved Interstellar 5555. I, I loved Shelter back a few years ago. Like, I think more of that would actually be really cool. Um, taking these Western songs or Western artists and uh, putting their music to these wonderfully animated uh, music videos. I think it's a great idea. Uh, and I More of this, please. I agree. All right, Shinoda, what's something else you have an idea of an anime for? All right. So, y'all ever played Dishonored? Yes, I love it. No, but I've watched several playthroughs of it. Have you watched speedruns of it, though? <laughs> no, I'm not that crazy. Oh, God. Th- those things are batshit insane, and I'm just like, Speedrunners are, like, on another level of insane. They really are. They honestly really are. Dishonored is the story of uh, the right-hand guard of the Empress. Also uh, happens to be her secret uh, lover and the father of her child. Uh, that's never uh what yeah are we are we gonna get into spoiler territory oh yeah they never say that what are you talking about yeah they do 
No, I need a son of one. They do. Bruh. Yes, they do. Nobody... Oh, oh, dear. I'm getting conflicting reports. They do, Natai. Oh, I don't... Okay, keep going. I don't remember this. It's probably been a while for you. Either way, so, fantastic story. Um, TLDR, Empress dies by assassination. Um, the high guard gets uh, kicked out. He's uh, framed for the assassination. He escapes, meets a otherworldly god, gains powers, goes on a revenge story. And the shit is fantastic. I want it. Like, I, I don't even want a spinoff story like Alex has been thinking. I just want to see that animated. Because I think that would be cool as fuck. I feel like with how um, stylized Dishonored is, it actually would lend itself to an anime presentation. Like, the story is already there, and it's a, a really good way done. The world building is excellent. The characters actually have depth. You got that nice steampunk art aesthetic, The too. steampunk art aesthetic is what really would sell the world because it's just so cool and i was actually thinking of shaft when i was thinking about this because they they can do a lot of different art styles and i they could definitely pull off a they have pulled off the steampunk art style before with the fucking what was it uh madoka Madoka's not really steampunk. It's not, it's not straight up steampunk, but it has had... Everything in their world is just covered with metal. <laughs> yeah, but it has had steampunk sections in it, and I can see them building that whole world out of that. So I'm... I will say the school they go to is very much has a steampunk aesthetic to it, though. I don't know about that, Chief. Uh, uh, what? What are you talking about, Alex? The school that Madoka goes to has kind of a steampunk aesthetic to the outside of it. Not really? Like the... The outside art, yeah, it does. I'll have to look this up because I don't remember. I would never associate Madoka with steampunk. I don't know how we got to this conversation. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't necessarily associate. Overall, I wouldn't associate Madoka with steampunk. No, not not majorly, Shaft, but some sections. I do think that Shaft could do this for sure. I, although Shaft has kind of been irrelevant the last few years, sadly. It is very sad, but look, they do this, they can make a comeback. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, if they start animating the Monogatari series again, they'll make a fucking comeback. <laughs> Wait, who's uh, animating it now? No one. No one. Oh. That's the problem. I didn't know that. But yeah, Dishonored, fucking amazing uh, in terms of everything. I'd, I'd love to see the anime out of it. Um, I'd especially love to see really them cool. focus on the powers of the world because like, it, there's a lot of variety from like teleportation to straight up uh going into the turning into this like mist shadow thing that can go into animals and all that and take control of them uh creating rat swarms like it's wild it really is do you know it would be really cool because dishonored is a first person game right yep it would be really cool if they did. Obviously, they couldn't do the entire anime first person because that would be very disorienting. Um, what would they focus on Kova though? He's literally like a silent protagonist. You know that, that's true. But my my point my point is it would be really cool if like during stealth sections of like whatever mission or whatever the dude's on, um, it went into first person when he does like the kill or the takedown. Oh, that would be that would wildly be cool. cool. Holy shit. Also, Natai, like what you got a first-person perspective of it. It'd be so cool. Natai, what are you talking about? He's not a silent protagonist at all. Corvo barely speaks. What are you talking about? He definitely speaks a good amount. Excuse what? Bear 
Literally. Are you talking about the same game? When in in Dishonored One? Yes. Barely. He. I mean, maybe he doesn't talk like a crazy amount, but he definitely talks. Definitely not enough for him to be classified as a silent protagonist. Barely. The hell are you talking about? I'm googling how many lines of dialogue he has. I, I haven't, I haven't played the game at all, but I've only seen gameplay of it, and I haven't seen a whole lot of speaking from that character. He definitely he barely talks. speaks, dude. C- come on. I mean, unless you're talking about like the grunts and shit you hear sometimes. No, no, no he, like, he has. I'm talking about the summer one. I'm not talking about two, by the way. He barely talks. Oh my god. Come on, you know what? I'm gonna replay it again just to make a point, dude. You know what? <laughs> Do it and stream it. He barely uh, his speaks. computer can barely record podcast. You want him to stream it? Oh God, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Don't. <laughs> Actually, yes, yes. Go ahead and do it. It'll force you to kill your computer. Upgrade oh, finally. Man. Yeah, because I can to... spare the money to fucking buy a new laptop. Sheesh. <laughs> fucking murder a computer in broad daylight. <laughs> he ties co- laptop. Fucking dies. But yeah, dis- dishonored <laughs> anime would be fucking amazing. Love to see it. Yeah, I think I do think the studio Shaft could probably do it justice with its like the highly stylized nature of it. I, I do the idea of, of doing like uh, stealth takedowns and stuff in in first person would be really cool to see in an anime form. All right, well, um, something you mentioned earlier, Chinoda, and I think we'll end on this. Um, in, in the same vein as 40k, another series that has a lot of lore in it is the Elder Scrolls, and I think that's good folly for um, an anime adaptation as well. Now, there's a lot of lore in the Elder Scrolls that you don't actually get from playing the game itself, but you get from actually exploring the game world and finding books and, and tomes and, and just listening to people talk. And and there's also like actual Elder Scrolls books, and obviously now there's Elder Scrolls Online, which I still haven't played. There is only but, um, one series of books in that world that matter. Okay, fair enough. But... Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? I think I do know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> I was not gonna go for the lusty Argonian maid, but oh sure, we'll go there. I don't want an anime adaptation of the lusty Argonian maid. No, what I do want an anime adaptation of is also not anything from any of the games, but I want an adaptation of the life of someone that's been mentioned in multiple games and is one of the most important people in the Elder Scrolls like mythos that we've never really seen. Uh, I use that in air quotes because obviously there's statues of him and shit all around. Um, that's Talos. So my pitch here is for an Elder Scrolls series following around Talos. It would simply be called the Elder Scrolls Talos. It would follow the character of Talos Stormcrown who becomes Tiber Septum um, during his quest to unite all of the continent of Tamriel under a single unified empire. And it would kind of play out sort of like the life of Alexander the Great in our real world, where it's just following around as is going from place to place to place, not only taking over places, but recruiting new people to his cause. And you just get to see his cause grow and grow and grow throughout the, um, the run of the series. And we actually get to see, because a lot of the stuff that we hear about Talos in, <clears throat> in the Elder Scrolls is so far removed from the actual time of where, when he lived, that you're left to wonder as a person playing the game, is this stuff that actually happened or has this just become a myth? So it'd be cool to actually see, like, canonically what happened. Yeah, I I, I loved more stuff from Elder Scrolls in different media. It's 
Just a really cool fantasy world. Alex, while I love <clears throat> and see the practical side of your idea, fuck that. I just want to see Shigorath uh, get up to shenanigans. I mean, th- hey, just because it's about Talos doesn't mean that Sheogorath can't um, appear. You know, you know what I want to see again hmm. in the Elder Scrolls. I want to, I want to go back to the Shivering Isles, bro. <laughs> That'll be so much fun in anime as well. That'll be nuts. And the cheese <laughs> to die for. Like, like literally, it's such an anime move. Like when you punch him, it just throws you from the top of the world, right? Like, I'll. That's yeah. such an anime move right there. It's great. So I also had an idea about this because so much has been said about Talos. And again, it's left up to you to determine whether any of this is true or if it's myth. And something I've always wondered about in um, Elder Scrolls is what happened to the, uh, the Dwemer? Like they just, they, they just, they disappeared. They all just disappeared one day. Like, obviously there's a reason for it in the lore, and I won't ruin it for anyone that wants to go find it out for themselves, but, like, where did they go? Did they all just, like, cease to exist, or did they actually go somewhere? And I think this this would be a really great way to explore it. And I think you could actually, you could involve Sheogorath in this. The idea that I had, and this may be a really shitty idea, but it's the first idea that came to my mind. What if instead of just like poofing out of existence, what if Shea Gorath was actually the one that they were supposed to poof out of existence, but Shea Gorath actually sent them to somewhere else, like another realm or another reality. And what if that reality is here on Earth and we're all the Dwimmer? Yo. But then you'll miss out on the fucking wild. awesome, like, Elder Scrolls setting, you know? I just thought that would be really cool. Like, you know, um, Shea Gorath is fucking with them, and all of a sudden, like, Talos finds himself in modern-day Earth. <laughs> Shea Gorath's like, you're not supposed to be here. I sent them here for a vacation. He wakes up on Earth, and, like, some random guy's like, oh, you're finally awake. Yeah, oh. Yeah, you. You're finally awake. <laughs> He's on his way to get executed. I don't know. That was just like the first idea that I had where I, I, I genuinely sat down and I thought, well, where could they have gone if they were sent somewhere that would be really crazy? And I thought, well, the dwarves, the Dwemer, were uh, really big on technology over magic. Well, what if they were existing now in a world where it's all about technology and there is no magic? Our world. I just thought that would be like a really nice tangent. You could you could actually make it a season long arc where Talos finds himself in, actually here on Earth, and it turns out that human beings are actually the Dwemer. That's too wild, Alex. I, I'm not saying this is a good idea. I am saying it's the first idea that came to my head. I think you could do something. But I do like the I don't idea know. of them being actually. I do like the idea of them being sent somewhere, like to another like realm of existence, and then actually visiting that place in this series. I mean, like if it would be sent to Earth, like it. I can't imagine that anime being very dumb and fun. Like, it, like it could work as a comedy. It could, it could, very could. I'm not saying the entire series would revolve around this. I'm saying this could be like a season long arc, and then the rest of it is just like him, you know, going around conquering one land or one tribe after another, integrating them into his army, very much in, in the way that Alexander the Great marched across the Middle East and into India back in the day. Just taking over places and just saying hey you work for me now look at me i'm the captain now look at look at me i'm the captain now and it just just seeing that that play out that whole swords and sandals thing i i really like it um 
And I think it could really work as a, a more long-running anime. I think for something like this, I'm, I'm envisioning something that's like maybe 100 episodes long. Jesus. Well, you would need at least that much. Cause, I mean, in, in the lore, a ton of shit happens in this guy's life. So I feel like it could you, work. You, you need that, that longer run time to make it happen. And for a series like this, I'd as much as they're overworked now, I'd say MAPPA. Let MAPPA do it. No, don't make them work for some like hundred episodes on a show. Please don't do this to them. <laughs> or David Productions might actually be a good choice too. All right. But yeah, that's my that's my pitch for El- the Elder Scrolls Talos. I it, I think it's in the only reason I do this is because I feel like as a character he's while we know a lot about him, we've never really seen him, and I feel like a lot of the stuff that we read about him in the subsequent games um, is uh, there's a lot of myth that's going on. Now, granted, he did actually ascend and become a literal god, but I, I feel like a lot of the stuff we hear about the things that went on in his life are kind of mythical and not necessarily things that mm. actually happened. And I think that's very intentional by the people who make the games. It kind of is, yeah. And granted, The Elder Scrolls was envisioned in a really bad cocaine trip, so take that for what you what you will. <sighs> A lot of people don't realize that drugs are definitely the co-writer for the Elder Scrolls. I'm not gonna comment. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's my pitch for the Elder Scrolls Talos. Um, I think uh, I think we can go ahead and end it there. We've we've each put it forward. What uh, three different things now? We've gone through a bunch of ideas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure that someone will come along and steal one of our ideas and make millions of dollars with it. Um, now that we've put it all out there. That'll be great. Just just give us the credit and we're good. I don't need the money. Just make it. Just tell people to watch the podcast. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine. It, it, it'll be fine. Yeah, if um, for anyone out there who's, who's listening, if you have any ideas for, for like Western properties that you think would make great um, anime adaptations, do let us know down below in the comments. I'd love to read or, or join our Discord server and talk about them there because I would love to hear some of your ideas for um these anime adaptations especially if you have actual story ideas uh shoot throw it at us we'd love to hear them um and our our list is by no means extensive um i'm sure there are other ideas that we have that could make for great anime adaptations as well um yeah be sure to join our discord server where you can uh, tell us all about that um if you do have ideas yeah but with that being said, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. Check this. Check this. Let me try that again. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and as I said, on Discord. Uh, check out our merch store. Any purchases you make there do really, really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Second night, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you for joining us. What was that yawn that's I? I'm tired. Watch. Uh, listen you asked to record this time of day night i I prefer this time to 2 a.m not not gonna lie